Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode ends in divorce. <laughs> you want to train our children like a dog? Yeah. <laughs> you say this difficult looking after kids on your own. Yeah, I know Did it you? is. Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> but why, why do I get moaned at all the time and then have to appreciate you at the end of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny because I've been locked in the room for 24 hours and you hadn't been in to see me. Uh, hello, welcome to Therapy Crouch. Me, Peter Crouch. And me, Abby Clancy. Everything okay? Well, it is now. Yeah, you've been, you've been unwell, haven't you? Yeah. Was that sort of 24-hour thing? So I've had the vomit and bug this weekend, folks, and it's, you know, my worst nightmare. I hate throwing up. So Lib was sick first, then Jack. Then on Saturday night, Sophia was like, I feel sick, so she got into bed with me. And then the two of us were turned to peace, throwing up all night while Pete slept like a baby in the other room. So this is my kind of weekly round, wound up. Wound up. See? <laughs> weekly round up. Um, slash wine. Okay. So I, was I not looking after you well enough? No. I did look after you, though. Did. you got to remember that obviously the other kids weren't sick as well, so... You know, you'd booked a lovely day out for us on Sunday. Uh, well, I missed, we missed our friend Chrissy's birthday party. Mm. It was our, one of my really good friend Chrissy's 40th. And I miss, you know, we got let down with childcare in the first instance. And then I was sick that night, which I'm so glad we didn't go to the party because it's, you know, her cousin Demi, it's her wedding on Thursday. Oh, God. So can you imagine if you I would have... Patient atten- zero at the party. Oh, my God. <laughs> if I would have turned up to the party, gave everyone the vomit and bug, and everyone had it by the Thursday for the wedding. So I think that was kind of a blessing in disguise. It's a shame because I was so looking forward to this dog festival <laughs> that I had nothing to do with. And all of a sudden, I was going down there on my own with all the kids. And... Uh, Honestly, what a great day out that was. It was amazing. They had like... Uh... I was supposed to judge a competition and everything, oh, which no. is like literally one of my dreams. You know, I'm fanatical about animals. So to miss that, I was absolutely devastated. But you kept me updated with pictures throughout the day. Yeah, it was great. You know, we walked in and there's like a full-on rave going on, Ministry right? of Hound. The Ministry of Hound. <laughs> the Ministry of Hound. And it was is like... Is that where DJ Fat Tony was... Um... Was on. No, no, he judged the competition. Oh, um, okay. And um, yeah, with the dogs and stuff. There's so much for like the dogs to do, but it was a full on rave, like dogs, people dancing. 
Uh, I had a whole agenda set out. Like you could do yoga with your dog. You could enter your dog into agility competitions. Um, the race, you did a hundred, like hundred meter race. Did you bring Jeffrey down? Yeah, Jeffrey was there. Jeffrey and Yoko. Did had he, a great time. Did he win any rosettes? Um, no, no, <laughs> but he, uh, he won his race. 5.6 seconds. Quick he was. How did you... Set a bowl of sausages at the end. Come on, son. That's how we taught Sophia to crawl. Was it? With a plate of sausage butties. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a a really, like, nice day. Like, if you've not been down to Goodwood, like, you've got the Festival of Speed there, and there's a golf course that you said, it's a big estate, like, so nice down there. Um, Beautiful day as well, and it was a a glorious day for the the kids and the the dogs. That really (laughs) hounded me. No, it really wounded me not being able to go there. I was, you know, there is that saying when you plan, God laughs. Like I had the most amazing week. I've never heard that saying. I've not heard that either. Yeah, that's what my mum always says to me. Well, I plan everything. Doesn't laugh at me. (laughs) I try because you're praying to him every morning. (laughs) You knock me. I try and um, plan stuff, and it just all went wrong this weekend, unfortunately. But I'm so glad the kids had a good time. Yeah, no, it was it. it was really good. Other than the episode on the way home, it was it was a lovely day out. I have to say. Did you miss me when you were there? Yeah, we, of course we did. The whole way through, we were saying, even the kids were saying, "Oh, Mum would have loved this. Mum would have loved this." Because that was your day out, wasn't it? And I know how much you'd have loved it. So we were gutted not to have you there. Mm. Um, yeah, all of it, everything that we were doing was like, "Oh, this is so fun," but we 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 felt bad that you weren't there. Oh, that's funny because I'd been locked in the room for 24 hours and you hadn't been in to see me. Well, that's what they say, isn't it? It's a 24-hour kind of thing, isn't it? Bug. It's my wine. Couldn't are we, feel, are we teeing up wine of the week? We're teeing up wine of the week and I it's... I couldn't afford to get sick myself, you know? I had all the housekeeping to do and all the kids to look after. And I, I reckon this kitchen. is actually a, a, a good topic for today, to be honest, like talking about how life rolls kind of... I don't want to say without me because I'm already scared that I'm going to die today. <laughs> no, you know, um, I, I think this is good because, you know, it, it it does lead us quite nicely into our topic of parenting styles and differences. Yeah, definitely. Um, but should we do our wine first? Okay, yeah, let's do that, babe. You're, you're, you're the boss here. Such... Oh, why, why? why am I an arsehole for that? I said you're the boss. Well, I'm not the boss. You are? Because everything I try and boss you with, you don't do. That's not true, is it, at all? So my, my wine at the moment, like, all I want to do is th- for the kids to do... I- I've said it before, and I have to say it again, is what's so important to me is that the kids do the homework and eat the dinner, and then they can run amok. That's all I want, and no one will ever support me with that. I, in this I, house. I disagree. I support you. Yesterday, for instance, like, you know, you said I want the kids to do homework, so I sat down and did the homework with them. Yeah, but I did the... Bear in mind, you you couldn't do it. I only Awful. left that quarter, the, the um, half question out. <laughs> no, it, it was it, because, obviously, with the kids' um, schoolwork, all the methods have changed since we were in school. Mm. So it was like seven and a, seven and a half centimetres from ten centimetres. Obviously, I know the answer two and a half centimetres, but I didn't know how to get there. Ten minus seven and a half. 
Yeah, but you can't. You, it's not like that. The methods now. really change. <laughs> no, it's not like that now. Just add two and a half to seven and a half. <laughs> well, you could. Why would you add two and a half to so seven and a half? To ten. Yeah, but I, I, know, I know the answer. I've just told you the answer. <laughs> but the, the seven-year-old, age seven-year-old child method has changed. What is their method? I, I don't know the method. That's why I left it to you. How would you teach that question? Um, I can't remember how I did it now, but I did it correctly. Yeah, because we know the fucking answer. <laughs> but the method is... I didn't want to teach you the wrong method. So yeah, that's why I left it. The methods have changed. I've been led, you know, this leapfrog method in maths and things like that. Like They're, they're all different now, aren't they? They use the leapfrog. Which is quite a. What is the leapfrog method? Because you don't know. You just you just don't. No, because you do like a ten and then a two. Do you know what I mean? So you'll do like, you'll do like the big number. So say if you're trying to get to from ten to twenty two, you do the leapfrog, which is usually ten and then the two. You do it like a quick way, like that, rather than go one, two, three. But you just do it in tens. So if it's fifty and you're fifty one and it's ten, you do. 10, what do you mean? 51, it's 10. 30, Are you trying to get to 60? That's the one. 61. No, from 10 to 51, the leapfrog record will take you. Like so it'd that. be 41. Yeah. Well done. Clever girl. <laughs> A star. Don't call me A star, Ravi Vanam. <laughs> they I'm, don't. They've I'm never called you that. I am shit at maths. No. no you're, you're, very, you're very clever. Yeah, but not at maths. Not, not, not at maths at all. I got a BG, you should see it, Mass. So, I'm surprised yeah. at that. Yeah, I wasn't into coursework. I knew I was going to be a footballer by the time I was sort of induced to see. Because you prayed, spent, to paid off. You, you <laughs> spent, you spent from the age of nine praying to be one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that, so that's that's all I'm saying. I don't, I don't want to drag this wine out. All I want is just a little bit more structure in the house so when they come, what, when they come work. home. Yeah. I just want them to have a routine. You know, our dog is so impeccably trained, but our kids aren't. Mm. Can I counteract your wine a little bit with a with asking for a little bit less routine? Is that okay? Yeah, but we haven't. The, the ironic thing is, we don't have any effing routine anywhere mm. in our lives. Yeah, and I'm with I, you on this. I think maybe the kids need kids need structure if they know when they come home homework is this time I think they function better I, they, I think they, so they accept that that's homework time because there's so much more time to play like they can come in after dinner homework and then they've got like two hours to play before bath and bed mm. like if we can just nail that routine everyone will be happy if everyone you know Jack's four next week and he's um, you know Johnny could read at that age and Jack's not mm. and yeah. it, it wounds me so much like it, it's so important for yeah. me. You know, Johnny was in nursery age three, knew every single letter, could spell cat and dog and stuff like that. And, you know, Jack's like that. I, I hold an A up to him and he's like, puh. <laughs> like, no, it's not a fucking puh. <laughs> it's a muh, you fucking stupid bastard. Just said it was an A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cut that out. It's not a muh, it's a puh. Or whatever. <laughs> I wonder where he gets it from. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'll. Uh, so I think just a bit I'll of teamwork. That. Bit of teamwork together because it's better you know, for them. Our kids are so clever, and that they can easily smell out weakness. So if they, if they know I'm not supported by you, they're just gonna completely annihilate me. 
just on your the subjects of you being sick and stuff like that, like uh, with my wine, it's just more a case of I don't know what I'm doing. Like I get sort of told off for everything. Um, Babe, I couldn't even talk. Never mind tell you. No, that, but so you know, nice. I can just tell that you're like pissed off with me for breathing. <laughs> and I just think if I, if you just, I probably want to be just if if, if you just. Because I, I don't tell me off for breathing, really. I I genuinely believe that when I'm ill, you just don't know what to do, and then I feel like you're mean to me. No, because I, I don't. I, there's nothing that I could do right. It's like when you're pregnant. Absolutely Why nothing. Are you looking at my hand? Why not? <laughs> um. No, I. I would just like a little bit more. Are you okay? Do you want a water? I, th I thought I did that whole time. No, you water, didn't. You just shut the door. You, know, you didn't I, make me a cup of tea because I couldn't even drink tea. tea. I did. I did. I don't even remember. Be, That's I was, hilarious. You don't even remember was, all the stuff I did for you. Yeah. <laughs> literally, I didn't even get a back rub when I was literally vomiting everywhere. Was, I was trying to do it so loud as well so you could like hear me from the next room and just come in and see the severity of it. God, I wonder what that noise was. It's <laughs> nothing worse. Like... Even like when my mum used to live with us, like my mum used to get up and help me when I had the vomiting bug. I I did help you. I didn't I didn't know you were sick at all. Like thrown like thrown up for a night. I didn't know that honestly. Genuinely yeah, because you were you were. Uh, it's only because you had Sophia in the room. I couldn't get into the bed. Otherwise, I'd be there next to you. All right, listen. I think there's. I think we can both take on board. Like, you know, both of those. Because um, I love playing like nurse to you when you're sick. I'm literally. <laughs> I enjoy it myself. I'm literally, <laughs> I come in, like I open the windows, I shake all the duvet out, I realign your pillows, puff them all up for you. You've got water. I check all the time. I come and like feel if you're hot. I genuinely can't re remember the last time I was sick, like touch wood. Been, you know, I can't remember. But I'm sure you do. You are a good nurse. Like John... John, my brother, got it after us. So, like, I was literally looking after him. Mm. And it should have been, like, my recovery day. And I was running up to the top floor, making sure he had water, opening the windows, checking he was okay, giving him a toothbrush. You know, you know, he was so ill. And I don't know where you were. I was there. I was there. You know, also, it's a job looking after the kids as well, isn't it? Sorry, Without what was that? Without you there. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> no, I'm not just like got my feet up. Sorry, did you say it was difficult looking after kids on your own? Yeah, I know did it you? is. Of course it is. Oh. <laughs> Should have oh. seen him at Goodwoof the other day. <laughs> I know, yeah. You're a knob, aren't you? Should we, get into the, should we get into the audience ones? Go on then. Yeah, got some here, right? We went on holiday last week for my birthday. Upon leaving the accommodation on my birthday for a day out, I asked if his coat was in the car. He replied, yes. As we got to our destination, it started to rain. He'd realised his coat was not in the car. Oh, then God. for the next few hours, he moans, blaming me that I was the one that forgot his coat and wore my coat the whole time in the rain and I wore a T-shirt. I was cold and wet. He then let my mum take her coat off to give to me instead of him giving my coat back. Where is chivalry these days and on my birthday? Needless to say, I felt so special. I feel your sister. You don't. <laughs> that is not, I would never do that to you. 
you have, you have the coat. How many times have you had my coat in yeah, our lifetime? That's true. I would never let you. Yeah, do but you're always hot. It's Damn not. Right. It's not because it's not because you. <laughs> you give me a coat because you're warm. Not because I'm cold. <laughs> That's the kind of person you are. That is not true. Carry no, that photos up. <laughs> yeah. I would give. I would give you the shirt off my back. You know, I would. I open doors for you. I like to think that I am a gentleman. Oh, yeah. In many ways. That I've actually got another one. Oh. Because you know when we when we were talking about like, um, you know, remember Pete admitted to the nation he hasn't been as kind as he should be to me appreciative mm-hmm. and he said things are going to change they just didn't but why, why do I, I get moaned that all the time and then I have to appreciate you at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> yeah but we could I, I think because we're having this wine can't be some slack Jesus because, because we're having this wine segment in our podcast it's it's like we moan at each other all the time like he actually g- did genuinely say then I haven't got anything to moan about this week. So we have to dig deep and find one. <laughs> we don't argue ever, do we? Well, it's not, yeah. We bicker on this, don't we? Because we, I suppose that's how it goes. But we don't normally, no. No, because we're talking about it now when normally at home we would just go, fucking twat. Bottle it up. Under your, your mate and tell them instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Bastard>. That's <laughs> what... Um, that's what Mickey Flanagan was. Such a bastard. Mickey Flanagan. Was that Mickey Flanagan who was saying that? Like when, he were, when his wife said something to him and he was like that. <laughs> Behind the door, like. <laughs> she got a Yes, vent. darling. Yeah. Venton's good. Venton's good. Keeps it fresh. <laughs> Keep, keeps resentment at bay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's not great, I don't think, from him. That, that that's actually an ick for me that a yeah. man with an umbrella <laughs> he didn't have a brolly I know he didn't have a brolly but he still wanted a coat on but as, as he like, the worst thing is she's told him about have you got your coat and he said, he said the worst thing is it leaves the school bags in the car at drop off every single day <laughs> school drop off comes home with every school bag <laughs> and has to go back oh, the worst thing is like he said he had the coat in the car no, she said he had the coat she messed up what I'm saying is, she no, she said to him, "Have you got your coat?" And he said, "Yes." Got there, blamed her, and then took her coat. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm on the girl's side and here. And so you? That's not me. I wouldn't take your coat. But you wouldn't take my coat. No, but I'd you'd... drive to school and I'd leave all the bags in the school and come back and I'd go home. Yeah, hundred percent. I do that a lot. <laughs> most days. Yeah, most most. That's days, why yeah. I hate you putting stuff in the boot. But since COVID, you don't have to get the car out of the car. So when you obviously since COVID, you drive there. And the kids get out of the car, drop them off. Mm-hmm. They get out and they get their own bags. So now I'm just used to that now. I just sit in the car and they get their own bags. But a three-year-old can't get a bag out the booth, babe. Well, I mean, what are we teaching them? <laughs> so Pete loves doing the school run. And I don't like it because they just cry at me the whole time. Like, I don't want to go to school then. They're fighting over like an iPad. I want to sit in the front. I want to do that. So it's just so much easier, like when Pete's not in work, for him to take them. But every morning he puts the bags in the boot and I say, Pete, I wouldn't put the back bags in the boot because you're going to forget them. And every time you do. Yeah. That's fair comment. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. Mm. Regularly I drive home and just see the bags in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> and go, oh, they've got to drive all the way back. And bearing in mind, it's an hour. It's an hour ten. 
there and back with the school run. Like that. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous, isn't it? <clears throat> but yeah, going back to that guy, like that, you definitely wouldn't do that to me. I wouldn't do that to you, no. But I, I want my man to just like get soaked in the rain. <laughs> I want him to like not be scared of rain yeah, at all. I agree with that, yeah. You know, like a man with an umbrella is so ick. If I don't mind an umbrella, like there's no point if it's lashing down, it's pointless being soaked. But I love like a, a wet man. <laughs> Oh my is Neanderthalic God. a word? <laughs> Neanderthalic is now. Yeah. You're a bit Neanderthalic. You know, it's it's a bit like it's it's a bit it's manly, isn't it? I'm just gonna get wet because I'm a man and then I'm just gonna like take my clothes off and like shake my hair in the rain. Yeah. It's mannish. Yeah, I get that. With instead of fucking bim with a brolly like that. Oh drop a rain on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I get you. Mm. So next time it starts raining, babe. Oh, well, I can't wait. I want you out I'm there gonna topless. Go topless. Do you want to do this next one? Mm. Right, top there. When you've been with the kids all day and your partner gets home and sits in their car on their phone for half an hour, does this only happen to me? We don't mm. do that to each other, do and we? You do it to me. I do not. Yeah, you know you do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you, you, you don't um, have the decency to sit in the car now. You just come in on loudspeaker, <laughs> sit next to me, <laughs> and go for another two hours. <laughs> Not half an hour, two hours. I've never known anyone speak on the phone as much as you. Yeah, because I don't live in the same place as my friends, as my best friends. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, when was the last time you calls. spoke to your friend on the phone? <sighs> I can't remember. Your friend, your friends. <laughs> I don't. I, I literally can't remember. It's bad, isn't it? Really. I speak to Kaz ten times a day. If I remember, Alfie ten times a day. I know you do, yeah, because I, I hear every single conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if I spoke to my mate, if I he rang, that. did Kaz get that gold share? <laughs> <laughs> I find myself just being part of it. It's yeah. like, um, what, what did what did she just what stress did she decide on? Don't you know? <laughs> Fucking hell! Oh, what have I become? Unbelievable! You love it. Did she get her hair tinted today? Yesterday, <laughs> tinted. <laughs> How's that new town working on Kaz? <laughs> I'm, I'm in it. I'm literally feel like I'm living it. I'm okay. trying. I'm literally watching the telly or something, or you know. But but I'm listening to to that. But this is the, coming from the man who buys his own friggin' shampoo and. Well, face to, cream you, you, you used to buy it for me. That's the difference. That's what's happened. I used you used to buy me all these things. You used to oh, think of me at the shop and go, "Oh, he'd love that. Maybe, he'd like that." Maybe that's because so, subconsciously I'm aging. And, I think subconsciously and men... you don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're far too comfortable. Yeah, but no, Put men, you under the table, no. men age so <laughs> much better. Again. Men age so much better than women. So maybe I'm As trying to like. Maybe I'm trying to like sabotage you. What I've I've gone six and a half. You've gone six and a <laughs> half, so I'm like fuck. No more co no more collagen for him. <laughs> I buy you all the stuff, all the vitamins, all the you collagen. Don't, babe, honestly, you've you've given up a bit. Peter, on me. are you joking? Give I me. I bought you serious gains. <laughs> <laughs> that was about two years ago. It's still in day <laughs> No, you've given up on me. That's fine. Uh, you you know. Things have got slack, I'll be honest with you. And it's not saying, I'm not saying, you know, you should be doing this and that for me. I'm just saying, you know, just the odd 
the odd thing. Like, you know, face cream, shampoos, like little things that you used to buy for me. Like I used to I'd go, oh, look, there's a new... I bought you some dental floss. Stuff. <laughs> that I knew you like. What was I thinking? Didn't get me Corsadil though, did you? <laughs> Corsadol. <laughs> Vagisil, Corsadol. I got you some of that the other day, didn't I? <laughs> we're not going, we're not taking this podcast down that route. Thank you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, cheers. I didn't do that. I think that takes us nicely into the episode today, which is basically parenting, laying down the law, different styles. I think the thing with parenting, the whole chat around parenting, it never ends. There's so many elements to it. And, you know, we are very hands-on parents and we, you know, but at the moment I am, I feel like I am struggling with just managing every single school schedule mm. all their homeworks so you know their after school clubs like Sophia was like an only child for five years so we had we dedicated all our time all our efforts into Sophia she was doing a swimming lesson soon this this like you know and then she's an incredible swimmer so it's a swimming galas and the other three were babies so we didn't really kind of do anything with them but now like Lib wants to do gymnastics and horse riding and this and and Johnny's got homework. He's got after-school clubs. And I, I, I genuinely can't keep up. And I, mm. I, I don't know how, you know, some of the mums in our school, they're arranging picnics. I'm like, picnic? I haven't even got the fucking dinner in t- for tonight. Like, how can you arrange a picnic for six weeks' time? You know, I, mm-hmm. I've i got so much admiration because I am literally, like, drowning in school info at the moment. Mm. And when my kids... You know, my kids are so well behaved. But when I think because we are so close with them, any form of discipline or rules or routine, they just don't take a blind bit of notice to me. And that's something I want to change. And I think that's we should talk about that today. Mm. I I think that the way you do it 
I know what you're going to say. Could be and better. It's just so fucking annoying. <laughs> but I do think it. But could you be. don't hear. If you constantly, if you constantly like shouting or telling them off, but I'm they're going to end up not listening. The fit, and I feel that's where we are. But you don't hear. Come on, guys, let's do our homework. Never you, heard that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And you, you don't hear. Come on, Johnny. Should we read a book? You only hear, Johnny, I'm not going to tell you again. Sit down and read your reading book. That's what you hear. You don't hear the 10 times before. And last night I said to you, Pete, I don't, if, if we support each other and stick together, I don't, I don't want to be that parent. I don't even want it to be a fight. And I know the kids and I know they've had a long day at school and, you know, there is a lot to be said about playing. Like even the other day, I swapping my phone over, came across this old video mm -hmm. from lockdown and I don't know why I was filming it. And I was like, come on, Pete, it's your turn, science. And you're like, kids, do you want to do science? No, science is boring. Let's go and play in the garden. <laughs> and I'm like, and the kid's like, yeah, no, we really... love dad. <laughs> Dad's amazing. Oh, no. And Did I'm I like. Did I really say that? Yeah. I didn't actually say you, I, I've science got video evidence. Science isn't boring. I like science. You said, who wants to do science? Science is boring. Come on, kids, let's play in the garden. Yeah, but that Quote. was during lockdown. It was in lockdown. But I, I you know, these kids of ours, I've got so many opportunities that we didn't have. And my fear is, you know, if if you've got all this handed to you on a plate, you're kind of not going to try for anything in your life. I'm not saying me or you had a bad upbringing whatsoever because, you know, my childhood was incredible. Mm -hmm. but I, and yours. But I definitely didn't have what they had. You know, a, a private school education, you know, what what's on offer in the schools. Yeah, they're so, so lucky but it's so normal to them. Are they appreciating it? Do, yeah, do they... No, I think, listen, they're, they're still babies. I mean, you know, like, they're, they're, obviously, I think Sophia now is, is older and she's doing her homework on her own. You know, we say to her, go and do your homework. She goes and does it. Every time I go in, she's like that. Um, so my first stage of my makeup routine is... <laughs> I'm like, Sophia, this is not, this is not revising. <laughs> But we're we're on them all the time about that, you know, like saying you know, you you're lucky. They realise that they're lucky. And but is there a way? Is there a way to completely eradicate this fight every day for eating your dinner, do your homework, brush your teeth? Good. Like, why do kids not want to brush their teeth or go to bed? Like, I love brushing my teeth and I love going to bed. It's the same you do now because you're older. I remember my dad saying to me, like, I was getting up at like 5.30, 6 in the morning every day. And to do what? To get up and watch football videos or, you know, to get up and play football. Like, literally, like, I was getting up at ridiculous hours and I'd, my mum and dad still be in bed and I'd just go down and I'd put on, like, Matt Letizier, unbelievable, and I'd watch it the entire Not Matt Letizier again? Yeah, love Matt Letizier. And then, um, you know, Italia 90, every single goal, and I could recite it. Trans the Incredible Sport. Gulp. <laughs> that came later. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, I, and then he'd, he'd, when he'd say to me, you know, when you're a bit older, you would just love a lie-in. And I was like, no way. I was like, I couldn't even begin to imagine it. Because mm. no, it's funny, no matter what time they go, like even if they have a late night and go to bed, like say if we've gone somewhere and it's like half eight, nine on a weekend or whatever, they're still up at like six. But I genuinely can't remember my mum or dad doing any homework with me. Maybe it's just a memory I don't have and they did, but I, can't, I remember my mum being amazing at art. I remember us going to like Formby, Formby Beach like on a school trip and we had to make like our own name tags and my mum made me this incredible like name tag and it had like crabs on and squirrels and all like things dangling off it and I didn't win 
I couldn't believe that I didn't win. Like, it's unreal. Yeah. But then it goes, but, that, but that's what we do now. Like, when our kids, like, I've made fucking Stonehenge three times. <laughs> I don't know it? how many Stonehenges you, honestly, every time I come home, you're making a Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I, I don't want to do, do it. You choose to make Stonehenge. No, they time, get right? given the, the project and I do it every time. Instead of being sensible and going, I'm going to need that. In two years' time, I'll put it in the garage. I'm sure they come home and go, like, Mum, you know, we're studying uh, World War II, Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you a Stonehenge for that. World War II wasn't in St Stonehenge. That's what I mean. That's where you just, you just make it. There you go, Rus Russian Revolution today. Stonehenge, that's what I'll make. <laughs> That'll knock him dead. No, but it's like um. Here's a steady. Put the name. I, I actually called. I actually called the school and said, "Look, there's too much pressure on these on these projects." I said, "I don't have the time to be doing this." And surely, you know, when a child is bringing in the solar system, which has got a, a remote control in it, and they're all orbiting the sun, these fucking planets, that a six-year-old hasn't made that. You know, mm. it's it's the it's the mum. Who, who's, who've made it or the dad or whatever or whoever's looking after them it's not fair and they win like that is not fair like you, the one the six year old made is like shit do you know what I mean and you know how are they gonna learn if we're doing all the homework yeah no agreed I, th yeah. I think yeah it's it, it should be able they should be at a level where they can do it themselves obviously the babies you have to help I get but, yeah, but the babies don't get a Stonehenge project no no. Has Stonehenge ever won? Have you ever won with your Stonehenge? I've never won anything. Is this, why, you, is this why you're bitter? I've, I've, I've never won anything in my life, any competition. Oh, I did actually. I won the um, LS Lowry art competition once in school. What, you personally? Yeah. Mm. I was good at art. Were you? Mm. My mates used to laugh at my art. <laughs> Were you good? I... I traced a Count Ducula once, right? And uh, <laughs> passed it off. I basically coloured it in. You know, the museum for that was in Liverpool. The Count Ducula? On the docks. Yeah, I, I used to go there. Do you mean Count Ducula or do you mean Dracula? Count Ducula. Oh, the duck. Yeah. yeah really? With mm. Nanny and all that with yeah. a broken arm. Um, I used to love that, yeah. I traced it and then my mum, who didn't have the heart to tell up my mum, she went, that's unbelievable, Pete. She said, <laughs> she said, that is incredible. And I went, I wanted, it was on the tip of my tongue. I traced it, I traced it. And she went, then she was putting it in a frame and I had it in my bedroom for, for, for years. And my mates who know what, I, what I'm like as an artist came round and went, you traced that? And I went, no, I fucking didn't. <laughs> and I swear, I think they're probably Two hearing, starts. I think this is the only time I've ever admitted it. 42 years of age. <laughs> Count Duckley was traced. Sophia, Sophia oh, traced dude. that aeroplane once, do you remember? Mm. And the whole, and the school were like calling us up saying you've got a gifted child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she traced Clever. it. She come home and her face, I was just like, you traced that, didn't you? <laughs> like that. Do you know what was so funny in my bedroom at home? Obviously, I was going, but I was at QPR and I was still living at home with mom and dad. So I, I had a picture of <laughs> the Count Duckula was there and I, I was still living at home and I was at QPR and we played Arsenal and there was a picture of me and Vieira. So I had me and Vieira next to Count Duckula. <laughs> the weirdest arrangement of like, I think I should probably move out now. I'm playing against Vieira. <laughs> I wasn't allowed posters in my room. No? no, no, it wasn't posters. It was just like my I had a Marco and cushion. Did she? Someone bought me one for um for my birthday once, but I didn't want Marco. I like Jason. Mm. 
I found that out when we, we, we had a heart attack. We went for that meal on one of our early dates. Jason Orange was in the same restaurant. <laughs> yeah. She didn't talk to me once. Just, just hey, look, looking at Jason Orange. <laughs> <laughs> My mate's sister was a huge fan of Take That and New, New Kids on the Block and Marky Mark and that. She used to have all the posters. Mm. I wasn't room. allowed then, were we? Blue in the walls, the blue tack. Yeah. Yeah. My, my mate had a had a picture of Teddy Sheringham. Teddy Sheringham and QPR. Terry Sheringham. <laughs> Terry Sheringham, as Av calls him. Um, yeah, on his wall for for years. Was it, he's not classed as a heart trap, is he? No, he was football. He was a football fan. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't perving off him. I thought you <laughs> got the legs on Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's saying about Greg, I don't know. <laughs> But you said Greg's sister. <laughs> no, I was at first. And I said that Greg had QPR and Teddy Sherry for years on his wall. Mm. Oh, that's great, that. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing that's gone out of fashion now, isn't it? Like the kids these days, they don't, they don't even think about putting posters up, do they? Or do they? I'm there was not... no posters going in my house. That's what... <laughs> well, I know they're not going in our house. But I mean, do kids put posters up now? No, because there's no magazines. You just like them on Insta. You just slide in. You just slide in nowadays. So, po so posters are gone. Well, because when, if you think about it, all them magazines like Smash Hits or, you know, what, what Matt else? shooting 90 minutes. I used to get the pony ones. <laughs> mm. Well, let's drill down to our children, right? And, you know, how how obviously my my parenting method's a lot a lot easier than yours. Like I when think it's calmer, but it's, it, it's not helpful. Like, <laughs> it's, I, it I, I, think, so. I think all joking aside... I actually think I'm going to go deep here. But I genuinely think because you were pushed so much as a child, you have completely gone the other way. Like I sent one of the mums at the, at the nursery a message the other day just asking her about like clubs and stuff for the little ones. And she sent me a list back with literally seven clubs on there that their kids do. So it was like tennis, cricket, swimming, football. And these kids are like three and four. And I was, you know, that's great. And, and you know, she's got three kids as well. It's not like she's got one child and can put mm -hmm. all this effort in. She's got three children, three, three under five and below. And I, I couldn't believe it. And that, that made me feel like even under more pressure, like, God, how can they do all of that Ooh. as well? I, but I, I do think that's a thing because you were pushed so severely. You've kind no, of got you know a, what? Like a, a the... relaxed, like, because you, you've hardly played even football with the boys. Yeah, I've had to play football with the boys. The boys are three and five, bearing in mind, right? They've got to, they've got to enjoy it. They've got to be seduced by it. They've got to be, like, I, I'm looking forward to when they're able to sit still for long enough to take them to the match. And then that, for me, that was the, that was the thing for me. I went and watched a live match and I was like, wow, it's like, this is just incredible. And, like, when they... Are old enough to see it. Like the girls, we've taken. They, they're not that interested, are they? Let's be honest. No. And I think uh, Lib's quite good at football. Yeah, yeah. I play with her. She's good. But you know, like when the football's on telly, like no real interest. And like she's been at games and not really enjoyed it. Whereas I'm hoping, you know, that the boys will be into it. And you know, obviously that that will. I think you know, I've I've, I've spoken to some of my mates who've got sort of slightly older kids, and they're like, it just happened. It There's just, a few like, footballers though who've got little boys who are very young and phenomenal at football. Mm. 
you know, Jack from a baby when he was walking, he had a football by his feet. Yeah, like, I still kick around with him. Do you know what I mean? It's like, like that. It will happen, and I'll obviously get them into. I'll get them but into. Do, him. do you not think? It, do. do you not think it should be like more of a thing? Like, I'm not saying because you're a footballer, your kids have to be football footballers, but teaching them a skill from a young age. Do, I think I kind of think that ages now, and and I find that it's me doing a lot of the sports aspect of things when I didn't do any sports as a child. Like I was, my dad was like, girls don't do sport. You stay at home with your mom, clean and mm. cook and go shopping. You know, I did, and I'm finding it's me who's kind of trying to get that competitive side out of them to, to, to do sports. Yeah, but it's just so early. Like, you know, like obviously, yeah, they, they have to enjoy it first. It's not about you will do this, you will do because they'll just switch off. They no, won't. I don't mean have that attitude, you will do it, but just like take, just literally taking them there. Yeah, of course. Like, and I, I look forward to doing that. You know, I just don't think they're quite, they're quite ready for it. I didn't join my first team till I was nine. And Johnny, Johnny started football in school and Pete went to watch and he was skipping up and down the line, holding his best friend, Claudia's hands, picking flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Top lad. I know. He seemed happy though, you know what I mean? It's not like I, yeah, I said to him, do you know what? When you play football, you don't, you don't skip around holding hands. You've got to go and play, you know, it's, you're there to, to train. But you can't, I'm not going to come down with like a ton of bricks because he's doing that. He was happy, he was enjoying it. He, he was glad he was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so early to be, to be hard on them, you know? Mm. You've got that, like, I, I, if they have a talent, then I think you can be slightly harder on them if they want to do it, you know? Mm. But they've got to want to do it. So that's what you want them to be happy and... First and foremost. I know. And that's it, why I'm But not... it's also the flip side of that with Sophia. Like, she's the most incredible swimmer, like, mm. like up there with the best. And she hates it. And, you know, trying to explain to her, Sophia, like, you've got such an incredible natural gift. Like, naturally, she's up there with the best, like, without hardly any training. And I'm not just, I know every mum says that. <laughs> But genuinely, she is, and she hates it. And I, you know, trying to explain to her, it's so difficult as a parent to let you quit this when you've you've got a gift. You've but got I'm, this gift, like that. You're incredible. Like, no, don't want to do it. Hate it. Parents must go through that all the time, like you know, with gymnastics, with swimming, with. But I think or, with gymnastics and netball and stuff, it's kind of a more sociable sport. So they kind of they want. I've never heard of a gymnast not wanting to go. No, but like, because like, you've only heard of the ones that stayed on that wanted to do it. Do you know what I mean? If you're a professional gymnast, you didn't quit. You know what I mean? It's like the what there was plenty. I've seen footballers who, you know, fell by the wayside with so much talent. Like our Sean, they, they, our Sean, they're just not into it. They're just not. They haven't got the dedication or the will to succeed in it. They're not. They haven't got the right mentality for it. And also, when you are so gifted at something at a young age, you it becomes easy to you. So you don't train as hard as the kid who's not as good. Mm. And so the kid who's not as good eventually Catches overtakes up. the one with the natural gift. And well, I've seen that. Yeah, it's so many times and it's it's all about dedication and, you know, will to succeed. And and if you love it and you're passionate about it, then that's what that's what shines through. And I think it's you know, with regard to that, you actually can't teach that determination. You've got it or you haven't. It, it's in you. It's like I don't really like if if I'm doing like a puzzle or something, I can't do it. I'm just like, oh I'm not doesn't matter it doesn't like bother me do you know what I mean oh. but like even our four kids how different they all are like Jack will not stop until he's done it 
Mm. Like, I, I took like him to when, golf. I took him all, all three little ones to golf, golf camp in uh, in Portugal in the summer. And uh, the two sort of older ones were like, yeah, bored after like 10 minutes. And like little Jack was the, you know, because he's the smallest, he, he could barely even hit. And he just did, he did the whole half an hour. He did not stop. Really? You could see the determination on him. Yeah. But he's like that with a, a trans, like if he's got a transformer. He won't let you help him build it. He's got to do everything himself and he will not stop until it's done where like Such Liberty will try and do have. it and go mm -hmm. and then just toss it away. But you cannot, you're born with that, I think. Well, yeah, you can you can try and instill it because you want all your kids to have it. Yeah, but you get that when you're older, when you understand. But as a child, I think that's something you're born with. Do, do you know what I mean? Mm. But there's certain things as well as a parent that like you feel like you you have to keep up. Like, for instance, like I moved to Singapore when I was like, when I was three, between three and six, I went to nursery school in Singapore. And um, I had a little mate called Turu. And uh, we were almost speaking like in Mandarin a little mm -hmm, bit. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I said to my dad, imagine if you actually kept that up, you know, like and got me lessons, whatever. Yeah. And, just, and then I'd be sitting here and like, I'd be able to speak Mandarin. That'd be incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, but, you know, but that's hard if, you, if both parents didn't speak it. No, I know it's hard. I, but... find, I find it funny when you've got like a Spanish mom and like a German dad or a Spanish mum and an English dad and the kid doesn't speak Spanish. Like, it's that's the best gift, isn't Such it? Such an amazing gift, yeah. Such an incredible gift yeah. to be able to speak. But like, not just that, not just languages and stuff like that, but like, you know, just certain things like that. Like, it, for instance, football, if I had a dad that didn't push me uh, or didn't, you know, try and realise the talent I had, um, you know, I could have easily gone like, oh, I don't fancy it to me, gosh, don't worry about it, you know. But, but that's, then, that's, like, you. It's an that's you. That's you with Sophia. With yeah, the but, swimming. You're like, she's like, I'm tired. And you're like, oh, don't go there. Babe, I was, the difference is I was massively passionate about football. All I wanted to do was be a footballer. That was all I thought about, all I wanted to do. So my dad just helped me realise what I wanted to do. Sophia is not passionate about swimming. And unfortunately... Yeah, but she's so good. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think she should quit it. But what I'm saying is that, you know, we have to get behind her and make sure, you know, she, she realises, you know, her potential. But... She hasn't got that kind of passion for it, unfortunately. And I'm not saying she should quit. She should definitely do it. But it's definitely that you can't compare me and her at those sports because that was all I wanted to be. Mm. Now, there's, I, th I think um, obviously we're running out of time. Like you can go on with this kind of conversation on like discipline and how to, you know, what's the right method of teaching your kids on the, the right and wrong things to do. But I, I I would like the listeners to get involved here because I'd like some of their opinions on, or their tips on what they do. Mm. You know, like the, the homework one, that that has, needs to be addressed first and foremost. I, I want to be a solid unit. They come home from school, dinner, homework, play, bath, bed. Yeah, I agree with that. So cool. can we make a deal? There's actually no point in you even doing the homework though. Because when I check the homework that he's done, it's unbelievable. But do you want it to be my homework or their homework? Yeah, but you have if to... I did it, it'd be good. You have to say throughout capital letters, full stops. Yeah, but also you need check to let your them spellings. make their own mistakes. How, how, how do you learn? But that, that, that is how you learn. So when they've done their piece, you, you would say, right, I want you to read through that now. Check for any... Um, capital letters, full stops. Check your spelling, see if there's any spelling. Why do spelling. I feel like you're teaching me? <laughs> I'm teaching you how to teach. Teach me how to, to, to teach me how to. Um, so 
Yeah, all right. Well, listen, I'll bear that in mind when you're in, uh, in the garden having a glass of wine next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bear it all in mind. That is just so unfair, do you know? Frust- anyway. So frustrating. Don't right. give me a wink that the camera can't see. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Looking> outside. <laughs> Agony Abs? Agony Ab. Hi, Abby and Pete. Ends- this episode ends in divorce. <laughs> that, I reckon we'll, we'll evolve to that at some stage. <laughs> How funny that would that be? Divorce episode. episode. <laughs> so we've decided to... Uh... <laughs> we've decided to end it. We're going to keep the pod going because we know you're big fans. <laughs> but... <laughs> Things are going to be a little bit more frostier from now on, guys. <laughs> Things are going to be fucking frosty. <laughs> Agony abs. very nice. No, nah, we'll never get divorced, man. Uh, hi, uh, Abby and Pete. Jet from the Gladiators. You just call me here. Aggie again. Did I? I wonder why. <laughs> Fraudulent slip. Could be a new nickname, that Aggie. Aggie. <laughs> yeah, but that, but that you, you wouldn't be with someone for seventeen years if there was so much ag. Let's just be honest. Agony abs. Uh, hi, Abby and Pete. Uh, Jet from the Gladiators here. Um, only joking. I wish life was that straightforward. Need your advice, please. I've been asked for, I've been asked to be best man for a friend's upcoming wedding, but out of nowhere, the bride has announced there will be no hen or stag trip. Instead, they want to combine the two, calling it a stendo. Oh yeah, that's what Jamie and Sophie Habo did, I think. <laughs> Terrible idea. They uh, do a chilled a weekend. A chilled weekend as couples in a country manner. Is, you, is bed, not, now. It's <laughs> not what my uh, mate wants or deserves. All blokes look forward to a stag trip and I feel like she's just being controlling over the whole thing. 90% Ring. of the people um, keen are all her friends. Please help, Jay from Cardiff. Oh, bloody Cardiff. What are your thoughts on a stendo? I think they should do a sten as well. Yeah. Because for that's, us... That's a nice idea. For us... Not needed, but it's, it's a nice idea. I didn't have a, a hendo because mm. I was pregnant. So I had my kind of baby shower slash mm. hen when I was like nine months pregnant. And, you know, you always say, oh, we'll have a hen after. Never never got round to it. So I'm planning it now. I'm going to Ayanapa. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm just going to mention suit fittings here. Um, it's the way the way round it is. You know, the girls have three or four dress um, fittings. So men should have three suit fittings. Mm. And in all of those suit fittings, you'd basically... We well, only need one to get measured You really up. enjoyed your suit fit, didn't you? Loved it. It was so much fun. We, we literally just went to the pub and um, got hammered. <laughs> and then came back and said it. Because they, they, Ab was calling like, is that all good? Is that all good in a suit fitting? No one had even been in there. <laughs> three of them we had. <laughs> See, so don't don't look at me like that. Come on, don't look at me like that. Uh, yeah, so I think I think you get away with it. it suit fittings, it's the way. No, I I think you should. Then do on the on this stendo after. No, I think for us, like a lot of our friends are couples, and we all hang out together, like girl, girls and boys. Do you know what I mean? So I think you can do the girly thing and the boy thing. But, but you're but saying I, that I think... fifteen years later. Yeah, but. I... Well, I think it'd be nice to do both. It'd be nice to like both have your hen, hen and your stag and then all yeah. come together. But then it's only like a wedding again. It's like a wedding then, isn't it? 
Well, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what the wedding is, isn't it? The, the, the whole point of a state, it's like, you know, you do that and and they do that. I think, it, I think it'd be nice to do both. Hey, guys, this is more for Abby. I'm going to let you read this one because this one's for you. Hey, guys, this is more for Abby, but feel free to weigh in with your modelling experience, Pete. I've been modelling for about a year and... For about a year, started when I was 19 in Indonesia and already felt old competing with 16-year-old Russian girls. I've now moved home and get no luck in London. I wanted to appear at Fashion Week, not fussy about which one, as long as it's London, New York, etc. I've just found out I'm pregnant and I'm determined not to give up on it, but I am being, but am I being unrealistic? I still want to travel and do contracts abroad, maybe sticking to Europe this time, but do you think it's doable? Loving the podcast and listening to you guys. Your fave Spaniard. <laughs> Anon. Well, Anon. Um, well. This is all you, this. I think it's a it's a very, very hard industry. We've but You've continued to do to model, like having been pregnant, four times. And you're still doing it. Yeah, but that's different. She's only a young girl starting out. You know, um... I walked for Giles Deacon when I was pregnant. Remember? Yeah. I've done loads of modelling shoots when I was pregnant, but it's very different starting out. I think, you know, kids shouldn't be the end of your dream at all. And I think you can manage both, but I think, you know, it's hard. It, it, it is going to take its toll, like travelling pregnant and... I don't know. She shouldn't give up on a dream though, no? So a dream to do it, she's got to continue to... To go for it. No, she could do some maternity modelling. That'd be great. Mm. You know, she shouldn't She shouldn't end her dreams just because she's pregnant. You know, having a baby is supposed to enhance your life and, you know, it's an incredible gift. I don't think she should give up on her just because she's pregnant. You know, she could maybe speak to her agency and say, I am with child and is there any job opportunities for pregnant women? <laughs> I am with child. Is she living in the medieval times? <laughs> I'm just trying to... <laughs> yeah. Girl with child. She bore child. <laughs> right. Hello, Ab and Pete. Uh, I've got a bit of an agony ab for you. So I met this girl about a year and a half ago. She worked in a coffee shop I used to go to a few times a week. We always had some good banter, but nothing more. Fast forward a few months, we bump into each other on a night out, do a few shots, swap socials and start chatting a bit. Swap socials? Is, Is that... that what these kids do now? Swapping mm -hmm. socials. Wow. Tag me. I soon discovered we both support City and we start going to watch all the games in the pub together as friends. Recently, she's having a bit of a rough time in life and has leaned on me for support and we've literally been seeing each other every day in the past few weeks. Friend zone. The last two weeks, there's been a sense that this is going to progress to more than just friends. However, I'm not in a hurry as I know she's going through a lot at the moment. <gasps> but here's... But here's the but. Last night, she committed some housery of the highest degree. It's making me want to bin her off completely. The housery in question is she sacked me off for the Champions League final to go with some other random lad to watch it when the whole foundation of this recent bond was built upon going to watch Manchester City play at the local pub. She actually dropped this on me whilst cuddling me, cuddling me on the sofa and I immediately got the ick. I don't know if she was trying to test me or bait a reaction out of me at the time. Both. I was like, fair enough, but I was naturally the least bit impressed. And I don't really know what to do now. Cheers, Kieran from Manchester. Oh. Well, there's a lot of layers to that story. 
is she are they just are they just completely friends and share the love of I love the way you call them city like everyone knows who's, who city is there's loads of cities <laughs> Birmingham City Bradford City Cardiff Cardiff City for a start well done Man City listeners um, so she could just you know they, if they've been with each other every single day for ages and nothing's gone on and they're like could, they, they just sound like friends to me yeah yeah and then some other guy might have come come along caught her eye <laughs> they're laughing at my toe poking out of there <laughs> you know some other guy's coming along fellow Man City fan and has asked you know asked her out on a, a date to watch it and yeah, you know she she hasn't felt uncomfortable telling them because they're completely friend zoned off, or they could have been sitting together for ages. He hasn't made a move on her, so she's like, "I'm fed up with this. I'm gonna go out with another guy to make him jealous and hopefully prompt a, a response from him." To mm. but also, why would you want to go out with a guy who doesn't want to go out with you because you've got issues? No, from that email, he was saying, you know, he didn't want to, like, no, he use said, that as, like, no, you know, could he come on to her there where she's got a few problems? He was trying to be respectful. No, he was like, I don't want to rush anything because she's got issues. Like, oh, I don't want to go out with a crazy chick. No, I didn't get that. I, I, I did. What I gathered from that was is she's going, if she might do something she regrets, she's not in a great place mentally. She might be emotionally vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable, you know? And a lot of men would, you know, slip into that situation. But he's gone, you know, I respect you enough to... To distance myself at the moment, but she's gone. Fuck this! I'm going out with someone else. Who's <laughs> 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 <always ain't> loyal? <laughs> uh, do you know what? I've decided I don't want to do this podcast because <laughs> it's very two against one. No, well, I, I I I tend to side with him on this one, like. But I then I suppose I can I can see her point of view. She's going. He's not making a move on me, or she might just be totally in the friend zone. Do you, it's quite friend zoney, isn't it? Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, and she's obviously, um, you know, she's either thinking he's not made a move on me, so I've got to go elsewhere. But I really like him, and I love his company. I like watching Man City with him. Or she's thinking, um, isn't it a shame how like people can get on so well, but like they're not a couple? Yeah. I wonder why that is. Maybe you should just throw the gauntlet down and say, what's the vibe? Got to be honest there, haven't you? I think, see, what's going on with us? But mind you, she's already gone on another date, so I won't be too happy about that. Yeah, but she could be... But that's the response she wants from the friend zone thing, isn't it? No, the... From him. Jealousy, yeah. Which, yeah, because if she sees a bit of jealousy, in he, which he sounds like he is... Mm. And then when they're a loving couple, she'll go, do you know, remember that date I went on in the pub? It was just to make you jealous. Yeah, which is a nice thing. Yeah, but I hate all them stupid games, no, it's don't you? Games, isn't it? But so the kids, the kids just don't know how to play it these days. It's these it, games, isn't it? Mm. You love a game. Don't be stuck. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! You, you love, love a fucking game. Oh, you love it. It's like it's that one, isn't it? You know, let's not do Christmas presents this year. That's get, the one game. Get me I've a ever... fucking Christmas present. <laughs> that, that, that's what, the... what kind of a game is that? That's the only game I've ever played, and it just bit that's me in the right not. in the ass on a daily basis. You'll say, uh, oh. I say, I might play golf tomorrow. You go, yeah, you go and enjoy that, definitely. Yeah, you, good shout. And then you go, can't believe you're playing golf today. <laughs> or, you know, oh, I, might, I might come out and just have a beer with the lads. And um, yeah, yeah, can't have a good time. Can't believe you're going out with the lads. Just say, 
you're full of shit, Peter. That's what you, that's you are. That's the problem. You're literally, you're literally lying. You don't mean it. I'm saying nothing. Because I'm not you listening that to that's, this drivel. You know that that's true. This drivel. So any parting words for Kieran? Um, Why would you even want to be in a relationship, Kieran? <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Why do it to yourself, Kieran? Yeah. No, I think I think as as always on this podcast, I think a lot of the time we talk about getting things out in the open, just being honest with your feelings. I think that gets to the bottom of the situation here. Um, I think so. If you really like her, tell her. And if you know, if you think he's in the friend zone, just say no. I think we should be friends, and then everyone's clear. We can all move oh, on. I've just come up with a really good idea. You know what you should have done on that um, when she went to the pub with the other guy. You should have went to the pub, like on Love Actually. And got them cards and wrote on the cards, like, why are you watching the ma match with this guy? I really like you. Mm. Let's just watch it on the sofa together. And she'd be like, oh. Bearing in mind, if he's gone to the pub to do that, that most of the City fans, his mates would be in there as well. <laughs> and they'll all see him and go, look at this dickhead. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to see him bring another girl on. He'll never, he'll never be able to show his face in the pub again. He did that. Nice idea, though. All right, well, listen, you know, that's come to, to, to the end of another podcast there. Um, parenting skills, I agree with you, they're a bit more structure, I think, maybe. Um, I'm happy that you agree with me. I, I do agree with you on this one. Did everyone hear that? <laughs> that's on camera. <laughs> no, I really, I really want to... I think it just make daily life so much easier but easier yeah come home but you know sometimes they're knackered aren't they you come home and they're no, like, I, and I understand that and, and I'm, I'm not like they just want to like half hour off for a bit yeah, but that's your fucking mentality oh, you know, to like, life they, they're never, you imagine coming home from work and go right let's do some work <laughs> You know what I mean? It's literally yeah, it, But they it? don't know any different. No, they but, shouldn't know any different. Because they're, they're so young, it's like, you know... They're not you need, it's, it, What they're I'm saying is there's a balance, four. there's play, and, and, you know, you need to... It's like you give them a carrot, you know, like, give them half hour, they a let them play. They want a bloody chocobar. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm, I know. You know, I, I'm just, it's, a, it's a balance, it really is. It is and a you balance. can't be constantly on them because then they, you, you lose them. Hence why I'm saying if you, if you it's it's like having a puppy if you start it from the beginning they don't know any difference so it's not a punishment it's not a punishment you know it's only f for them so you want to train our children like a dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so yeah I I, I, I want to hear from the listeners on this one because we're kind of agreeing with each other but we're still kind of not I would like you know I know we're supposed to be here to give advice and tips but I think we need a bit of help on this one yeah, okay. We'll get a bin to the therapycrouch.com on all our socials. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.